Israel, then, you know, every time you engage, you got to come back and, uh, hold on, I'm uh... Going, 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 going. I think we live. We live. Yep, we live. We live. All right, let me see. But um, go ahead, Corey. So, so the one point, uh, damn, I'm almost forgot the point that y'all made. That I wanted to highlight, uh, y'all. Y'all was talking about the geography, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and and that's that's a point that I I be trying to make, and, and maybe I I don't um, articulate myself, but so geography, you know, put the pressure on you to be innovative. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, like you know. Uh, down in the southern Sudan, you know, the ground is rocky, so they do other things like herding and, and fishing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they become, they become great fishermen, you know what I'm saying? And, and you can look right now and, and look at the herding they do, you know what I'm saying? It's unbelievable, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's been going on for, for thousands of years, that herding. Uh, but you have to look at, too, Sometimes you're just in a good spot where you ain't got to change. You, right. you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I think about um, what's them people out on that island that, that, that uh, you know. Sentinel. That, North this, Sentinel Island. Yeah. So <laughs> obviously, obviously, like, it's good out there. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever they doing to survive, right? I mean, we may look at it as if you know, it's only a few people out there and they barely hanging on or whatever. But whatever they need, they need. Uh, I'm getting some feedback. That's up back to um, uh, turn one things going. Yeah, you got it. There All right, there we go. Go ahead, Corey. Keep cooking. So, so whatever they need, right, <clears throat> to survive from day to day uh, is right there on that island. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it, and I said this before, it's not the the people in West Africa or the sub-Saharan Africa, African, it's not they fault because it's good right there. You, mm-hmm. you see, you don't have to learn how to build bridges. And, you know, obviously they, they you know, when you become modern, you, you're going to learn that and you're going to need to learn that in today's world. Right. If you want to be, you know, on the world stage, if you want to have any type of government. Right. But I mean, if you look at the time periods, which were y'all talking about, you know, two, three thousand years ago, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably better over there in West Africa than it is over there, even though they got these innovations, even though, like you said, the Romans come in and build a. uh a road that that goes along the coastline of the whole North Africa. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that to become innovative like that is you you in a situation is either you do that or you or you ain't gonna make it. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so 
everybody ain't in that situation. You know what I'm saying? So it's not necessary um, to to have that. And 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 you and it's and that's a gamble too. Like you know, building roads and bridges, life is lost. You know, even still today, like every every work day, uh, a construction worker, a highway worker, don't go home in America in the United States. Every Dang. day in America, it's a, a highway construction, a bridge builder, a highway builder, right? Don't go home every single day in the United States alone, right? So, so imagine two thousand years ago, right? Jesus, so, right? So imagine the situation you have to be in to do these types of things. To you take see what care I'm a workforce like that? that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it, it costs money to 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 have that workforce. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and everything, right? So so. And, and that's a, and if, if it, you know, like I said, it's a gamble because if it don't work out, if it don't do what it's supposed to do right, you know, if don't nobody use the road the way it's supposed to be, or if they ain't getting as much money as they thought they was going to get off the road, right? It's a, it, it becomes a drag on the economy, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's all a, ga- it's all a gamble. You, you see what I'm saying? And so everybody ain't in the situation to take those kind of gamble. You know, so I, I look at it like that, like when 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 we talk about Egypt and all this is is beauty and everything, it, Egypt just so happened to be in a place where you can look at uh uh antiquity in that way. You know what I'm saying? Because of the uh g- the geography and, and the climate in, in that area, you know what I'm saying, the desert area and everything. You can pre- it preserved it preserved a lot, right. Right, right, mm-hmm. and so like I said, you in different situations in 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 different places in different locations. You know what I mean? Um, I just think that we don't um, re actually we don't realize um, the greatness of, of West Africa because of those because of that geographical situation. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The, the not having the necessity, not having the the, the life or death situation um, to, to to have to become that innovative like that. And, mm-hmm. and they have become innovative in other ways. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And obviously they mastered those ways because they still here today. They still right? here today. So yeah, they so, mastered their ecology. Right, like, right. So let's let's recognize that, right? And and stop to me, like, and, and I know some people may take offense, but I'm saying let's recognize that part, right? And stop riding these other niggas nuts, right? <laughs> that's all I and, and really truly like that's been my whole sentiment, really, you know, throughout this whole argument, right? You know what I'm saying? We we, we we in a position right, and the pandemic makes it real. It, it take all the clothes off of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The uh, the pandemic have took the clothes off of a lot of things, right? And uh, uh, so so you you um you 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 have 
the black community um, in need of 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 uh, a culture, in need of understanding themselves. The black community now in the age of information, we we all trying to reach out and we all trying to get to know ourselves. We all trying to gain knowledge to to farther ourselves. And um, in 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 this diaspora that we in, right? Mm-hmm. And, and 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 my thing is, we have to uh, be strictly anti pseudo. You see what I'm saying? Because if if we if we give if we give an inch, you know, motherfuckers run off with a you know for a mile. You know what I'm saying? With with crazy shit, right? We just mm-hmm. seen this in the pandemic, right? So, uh, and, and especially with the pseudo killers, what we doing over here? Like, we just we just ain't entertaining none of it, you know. And but I at the same time, I actually appreciate the argument, right? Because these arguments need to be had. Uh, everything that we say need to be said. You know what I'm saying? So, so you know, I just wanted to, I just wanted to highlight that point with y'all. With, you know, basically, I know I went off on a tangent. No, but- you did. It was definitely fire. Like for real. Like I, I hate when y'all don't get to speak at length. It's my, I know because everybody have a family and, you know, we work every day and, you know, I appreciate when y'all do get a chance to speak at length about, you know, the different things that y'all passionate about or y'all take on the conversations that we be having. I know y'all be missing out on it a lot. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Y'all y'all be having a lot to say. So it's definitely, you know, you you rocked out. That's, that's, what is, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like I said, we if we trying to get to a better place, we got to be understanding who we is for real. You know, like we ain't, we don't have anything to do. The whole thing is the community think they getting conscious or think they uh, uh, seeing greatness or understanding the greatness about the African man when they look at Egypt, right? Mm-hmm. But, we ain't got nothing to do with them niggas in no way, shape, or form. It ain't even like we got a small piece of inkling to do with them niggas, right? Mm-hmm. We have our own situation, a unique situation, right? And them niggas may have played a part in the in the early stages uh, of what we're going through right now. And as I'm learning more about it, you you see what I'm saying? And and so like. What I'm saying is, if we're trying to get to a better place, if we're trying to see greatness in, 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 in African men and women, right? Let's look at where we really from, right? Let's quit being in denial and let's appreciate who we are. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We still here. We got to be, the West African, the Sub-Saharan African has to be the most resilient primate on the planet. <laughs> What we went through that that transatlantic slave trade, man. Who can survive that? <laughs> they couldn't even make the Indians uh 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 slaves because them niggas was dying. Mm-hmm. The niggas couldn't handle it, right? Who? What people would have survived the Middle Passage? Come on, man. And then get over here in these conditions and thrive. And we presidents and congresswomen, 
and congressmen and we uh, entrepreneurs and we riding in Benzes and Bentleys and we got uh, uh, mansions and apartments and we living here and we living there. We doing it. Mm-hmm. We, doing, we, we doing whatever we want to do in this world and we've been doing it. And we ain't going to never stop. Can you see an end to the West African? Can't no <laughs> an end to the West African, right? Yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We need to appreciate the West African, the Sub-Saharan African. We need to appreciate who we is. We need to see the greatness in who we is and stop riding them niggas dick, period. I'm just gonna say it, period, flat out. Like to me, it's like we riding some other niggas dick cause they got a, a, a pretty car. You know what I'm saying? But we ain't looking at all of the greatness that we got at our creed. You know what I'm saying? All that nigga got is a pretty car. We got a family. We got a wife. We got a kid. We got, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We got a beautiful home with a backyard. And, and you know what I mean? Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need to recognize what we got. We need to appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Fact. That's a fact. Damn. <laughs> so hold on. Hold on. You know I got some kickback to that. But look, <laughs> it, shouldn't be, it shouldn't be no kickback. All day long. Black African power was good. What's happening? A well-organized lie. Defeats of this organized truth every time. Woo-hoo-wee, man. Y'all already know what it is, man. Hey, it's Monday Night Madness, ain't it, man? Look, we come to do what we got to do, man. What's going on, Chef and L? What it do, bro? What it do, ah, man? Nothing, nothing. Chilling, chilling. Um, definitely um, appreciate Corey words. Like, he, he definitely um, just hit a home run. Um, so I had a good build last night, the beginning of our build before we, um, let Sabio go off on a tangent. So we're going to continue the conversation moving forward. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm chilling. I'm, I'm doing good. How about everybody else? Good. Concrete core. Yo, what's up, yo? What you doing? Uh, I, I, I've been in and out on the panel. I ain't really said nothing in the last few shows. Uh, you know, it's been, y'all been going late. Y'all know me. I'm, I gotta yeah. be up and crack a early. Crack it down early. <laughs> early, right? No doubt, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, uh, I just been appreciating y'all brothers, man. Y'all been having a great conversation that I've been wishing I've been a part of, you know what I'm saying? So that's been my morning thing. I've been listening in, and you know what I'm saying? So hopefully the audience be listening in uh, on the podcast too, but Vance will put y'all up on that. But, you know, everybody already know, man, a lie make it halfway around the world before the truth get out of bed and get his pants on. That's why my alarm clock go off early, baby. So let's get up and get it out. Vance, man, what's up with you, Vance? What's going on with you, man? What it do, bro? What's good? What's good, big bro? Um, what's good, Corey? Uh, chef, we've been having some good convos uh, the last few days. I mean, we have good convos every day, that's not new. I appreciate that combo y'all was having. Uh, yesterday went with Ngozi, and y'all was breaking down the the how the trails uh, of humans basically came about and where they took it and all that, the paths of how cities got started way back when and all that shit. That shit was dope. It was a different, a different layer to that conversation that we've been having that I hadn't quite heard. So I thought that was dope. 
But man, it's been some wild ass conversations <laughs> on this panel. Adrian, boy, 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 you got a lot to learn. You got a lot to learn. You have been blaspheming to the highest level when it comes to the, the fighting and missed martial arts and all those things. I just hadn't really got a chance to really get a hold of them like I wanted to because I was at work. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Karate doesn't work, people. For the back, for the archives, for the live chat, get that man on here. It's horrible. Karate doesn't work. I just want one professional karate person who gets paid professionally to beat up people with karate. I just want to know one person. Challenge them to that. Um, but I ain't going, and I don't speak up unless I know I'm going to get you. Trust me. And I'm going to get him. So uh, I, I ain't going to bog down the conversation with that. That's here for another day. Um, yeah. So Bruce, so, Leroy, so Bruce Leroy wasn't kicking ass for real. <laughs> yeah, yo. They some real Bruce Leroy guys in real life. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And, and go, go follow the podcast for those individuals who don't want to kill their battery at work. It's up on iTunes, Google Play, all that. Just type it in, Spotify, type it in. You'll find us. And hear every show replay back, but yeah, I'm out. They so, still look, they still looking for that 25 hour show. My bad. Go ahead. Um, check, check so it. so so concrete coy man um let off with, with eloquent eloquent speech. I feel the need for speed to bring some context to it. There were some key points he made. Uh, one point was a need to do certain things, all right, in certain environments and how some places had everything they needed, so they probably didn't need to do this or do that, okay? He also spoke of giving credit. No, it, he was basically saying that we on some other niggas nuts, right? When we just focused on that. So let me, let me, let me, let me add to it. This is what most people don't understand about the pseudo killers. We recognize the experts and we recognize that we don't know everything. Also recognize that we're not right about everything, right? And that's key. So a lot of times we going in, we going in because we have certain disagreements on certain aspects of things, right? But fundamentally speaking, if you take your time and re rewind the shows, you'll see that all those parts fit in. We kind of talked about that earlier. We talked about uh, the role that Romans played in trade. Sheffern didn't make that up. That's a fact. The ingenuity. I know because I study European history. These motherfuckers had water going uphill. When wasn't nobody in the world doing that? Roman aqueducts went down in valleys and up in hills. It's one of the greatest marvels known to mankind. And if you say it, all of a sudden you're doing something wrong. Right? So I know where the first bridges come from. The first bridges come from trees falling over creeks and rivers. And early man saying, I got to duplicate that. Okay, so I can always go back to areas where I can duplicate that. So let's get you the statement right here. This, this actually helps add to some of the statements that Concrete Coy made. And you find it in the General History of Africa, book one, Methodology in African Prehistory. If you don't read this, you probably shouldn't even have a conversation on said subject. Simple. So it tells you what role Africa played. And I would like to make a quick statement before I read it, 
So Homo sapiens sapien goes back as of 2021, 3,500 years in Morocco, 190,000 years Rift Valley, and 250,000 years in South Africa. Do your little searches to kind of put that together. So, so when we talk about African people, we're talking about a the most ancient Homo sapiens sapiens known to mankind so far. And we're talking about the innovation that they had to go through for long, 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 dark periods of time. So Corey is talking about 350,000 years later. I like to talk about the innovation that occurred 2 million years, 1 million years, 350,000 years when Africans was making innovation, whether that be African Homo erectus, right? Or, or African Homo nilati. You know what I'm saying? I like to talk about that, right? I never big up Egypt and all that shit because I knew there were Africans innovating things that gave rise and foundation to the world we see today. So it's not that niggas is biting the quote-unquote Egyptian shit. It's that they don't know about the ancient shit because when I bring up the ancient shit, people who ain't studied think I'm mixing the conversation. Nope, I'm simply building a pyramid to show you how we got to where, to where Chef was talking about. I'm simply building a pyramid to show you how we got to where Concrete Corey is at. So you had high-level innovation in West Africa. Simple as that. High level. And it was high level to that time. You got high level, right? Innovation in the green Sahara. It's high level. Like, so if I mention a pot, it seems like, oh, nigga, that's just a pot. I'm trying to say the difference between inventing a pot is the difference between being a hunter-gatherer. Because once you invent pots, right, you no longer have to store water in fucking ostrich eggs that break on a dime and lose your vital water. Now you can put your vital water in pots. You can store your grains. You got a place to put it in pots and cover it up so the fucking animals ain't eating it. It's, it's, like, it's like having a fucking jet plane right now. That's how innovative that pot is. But since we so far removed from that, we don't get how a pot changed planet Earth. So watch this. It says, the preceding chapters amplify, illustrate the leading role Africa played at the early stages in the history of mankind. Nobody can take that from you. Fuck the Egyptians. They don't even get to that point without these early Africans. Homo sapiens sapiens don't even get to this point without Homo erectus, Homo lati, Homo gastar. It's always built off of other things. There is no ba-ba-boom shit probably out of nowhere. That's not how nature works. If you want to know how nature works, tell your kids, buy some seeds, sunflower seeds, put them in a motherfucking pot. Tell them to look at that motherfucker. Look at it the next day. Ain't shit popped up yet. It's going to be, it's going to take time with proper water and sunlight and you'll see that seed crack open. As a matter of fact, before you put it in the plant, put it in some water, right? And watch the plant start to crack out the seed, then plant the shit. What they will see is they will see stages. Everything takes stages. There is no pop up out of nowhere. 
Well, and I know Vance could add to this because this nigga loved the cosmos. Talking about shit in space and just the crabs. The shit was fucking bizarre and amazing to me when we put it. But let me finish this real quick. It says, although they now stand on a periphery, the word periphery means the outskirts, right, of the technological developed world, Africa and Asia were in the forefront of progress for the first million and a half years, right, of world history. Listen, y'all. Listen, man. First million and a half years. Do you know how long a million years is? The Egyptians only rocked out for what? Two, three thousand years. Right? No person can stand in front of the world and say, yo, for the first million and a half years. Wait a minute. I'm almost say it's only 250,000. Yeah, I said there were other African hominids. But for the first million and a half years, at this point, the discussion is over with. We just got to look at the innovation as it goes through time, right? We get to concrete cord, we get the shepherd, right? We get the vans, right? But none of them can give you a million and a half years of somebody else other than you doing what you was doing. That's a fact I like to bring out, right? Let me finish this. It says, right, watch this. It says, and this is from my evolutionary geeks. And those who misunderstand evolution, African and Asia were in the forefront of progress for the first millennium and a half years of world history from the time of Orthopithecus and Pithecopithecus, right? As we now know, Africa was the main setting both for man's emergence as well as a solvent species. How do you become a solvent species? You control land and resources and protected, that's how you become solvent, right? Species of the planet and for the development of a political society, right? So they develop a political society, governance, ways of doing things, rules and regulations, how to push things forward, how to organize things. Watch this, but, 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 the preeminent role it played in prehistoric times, prehistory, before they was reading and writing, Okay, West Africa, right? They wasn't writing, reading, right? But they played an imminent role, okay, in pushing societies together and pushing things to where it need to be an imminent role. Now watch this. Watch this. What? Played an imminent role in prehistory times was followed during a historical period of the past 2,000 years by a pattern of development Mark Blah exploration, exportation. Let me say this again. I want to get this. I need to get this clear. It said, but the preeminent role it played in prehistoric times was followed during the historical period of the past 2,000 years by a pattern of development marked by exploitation, which reduced the entire continent to the mere tool in the hands of Others. This is where we start to learn our history. Watch this. About Egypt, about West Africa. You know what I'm saying? We learned it at the hands of other people. Now we are charged. This group of individuals right here, right? Pseudo killers, Master Clan warriors, Kofi Pasai Research Team, I'm a Raw Squad, whether we know it or not, right? We are charged, right, with, 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 with fixing the stories 
that was given to us from other people's perspective. As we fight that fight, as we start to understand more, as more data is available, we will have these goddamn fights. So there you go. My point was simply saying that it's not that we biting or hot or, or, or hyped up on the fucking Egyptian shit. It's not that. It's not that the West Africans, you know what I'm saying, didn't do nothing, right? Prehistoric Africa led the world in technology and innovation for the first million and a half years. That's the point. We're simply looking at innovations off of an already innovated system being innovated again. That's all we're looking at when we see Egypt. Early burial mounds, okay, earlier grave sites, all these in the Sahara, all that would later on make up Egyptian culture, innovation, pottery, all that. You know what I'm saying? Predate Egypt, predate Nubia. Technology is definitely in West Africa. I'll end it right there. I just wanted to make that point to go along with what Concrete Corey was saying. With no fight back on what he said, just simply adding to the thing that, you know, we just need to know, yo, that slick is slick. The fucking wagon is just as slick as the car right now to the people of that day. <laughs> you get my point? That's what I really want to say. It's us and our bird's eye view of looking at situations that make the Egyptians better than the West Africans and the plane better than the goddamn pot. You know what I'm saying? But when we really study in true context, we understand how genius all human beings are, no matter what their color is. Go ahead, brothers. I'm finished. <laughs> Chef, go in. I don't believe you. Good points. <laughs> yeah, there were some good points. Yeah, that was um I don't even know what you was talking about. But um no, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, yeah, definitely um definitely a good point. I like the point that you made about how um you know things that we take as uh simple is because we're so far removed um from the time it was um a, a, a world leading innovation, right? Um you forget how, you know what I mean? You forget how vital something could be, but it's good how you put it into context. You know what I mean? Like you said, motherfuckers was putting water in ostrich shells and you know what I mean? Like shit real flimsy out here. So the fact that you, uh, you know, a person can store water, right? Um, and, and grain and food and stuff and animals not able to get to it and you know, insects and stuff, not being able to contaminate your food and your drinking water, that's definitely innovative. You know what I mean? That's definitely innovative. And um, it definitely uh, pushed um, human progress forward immensely, right? It probably had more, it, it probably had uh, more to do with um, pushing human beings forward than things that we look at today as being, you know what I mean? Um, like, like we, it's some things in our current and modernity that we look at and probably think we couldn't live without, but 
the simplest things that the Africans created are the real things that we really can't live without, right? They're the things that are really put our lives in a pearl if those things was taken away, right? Taking away the internet ain't that big of a deal than taking away a pot. <laughs> right. <laughs> take away a pot, a nigga gonna be in a situation. You feel me? Mm. You, you take away pottery, right? Human beings are gonna be in a situation, right? So um, mo most humans, most humans that lived and been in a situation where we've been without the internet. I think uh, most of the pseudo killers is old enough to remember a time when there was no internet. But none of us can remember a time when there was no pots. Can't do it. You feel me? So, I mean, yeah, you, 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 you killed it with that. And I like when we have more conversations where we're not arguing and agreeing on um, uh, letting yeah, each cool. other make, make solid points. Absolutely. So, yeah. Corey didn't Absolutely. say nothing wrong. I mean, you don't say nothing wrong. We just be, he didn't, I, I mean, like, you, you can't, you, you, you know, niggas just stop hating, yo. That's what I'm saying. Like, you hating because the Romans did that. You got so much shit in Africa on your plate. Right. That you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't got to hate. <laughs> right. That's that that Rome, that Rome can't even compete with. Yeah, you got to just. And, and, and that's what, that's what you, y'all need to go over there to the Masi clan for because they deal with uh, West African history. Right. Um, but I could say this. Um, uh, me and Uncle was talking about this earlier. Um, the uh, the Empire of uh, Kanum, right? Or oh, Canaan. Wait, wait, you, you got a slide, right? No, I ain't got no slide. Nah, oh, let me say this real quick. I what? want everybody, real quick, I want you to go to your faucet, fill your hands with water like this, and walk up and walk to your damn kids upstairs and see how much water left in your fucking hand. And then you'll see how valuable that is. <laughs> All right? Yeah. I'm telling you, I, I'm telling you some yeah. simple shit. Try it. So imagine your children thirsty <laughs> and they sick in, in, in the hut, right? And you gotta go all the way down to the river and get them some water, but you only got your hands, right? How is you gonna get water to your children? And the river's not safe. First right. of all, you got them crocodiles. Crocodiles, elephants, Hippos. wild beasts. That's the worst <laughs> place to live is near the river, y'all. I'm gonna let yep. you know that. Because everybody go there to drink. Yeah. Worst place to do it. So that 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 little pot, like when you make Kool-Aid, that little jug you carry around your house, mm -hmm. that's grand innovation, dog. That's yep. a fact. That shit is the cookout you got going on, yo. That's grand innovation that was innovated in Africa before Egypt. But go ahead with your point. I just wanted to make that point so people could just get a visualization on how complex shit is and we think it's simple. Right. Well, well when we think of um, dynasties, right, uh, in Africa, um, Central African civilization and kingdom empire of um, Kanum right? They have the longest dynasty in human history, right? A dynasty is uh, when one family is in power, right? Where um, one bloodline, right, is on the throne. So, Chef said, oh, yeah, so one, uh, I'm reading the chat, my bad. Um, so, 
a family that remains in power through one bloodline, right? That's considered a dynasty. Now, the the civilization of uh of um of um Canaan, right, have the longest dynasty in human history. This dynasty lasted for a thousand years. One bloodline was in power for a thousand years. So just understand the stability, right? Of a, of a civilization, of an empire that can keep one family in power for a thousand years. Like that, that is a, a Guinness book of world records that only happened in Africa. And uh, uh, where, where is that shit at? Is um, around, um, where the fuck is Canaan at? Canaan? Canaan Bruno is a, is um from Cameroon to Chad, right? Was mm-hmm. the, the extent of the empire, right? But they kept a goddamn family on the throne for a thousand years. Then you have you have um uh Benin, right? And I always like to mention this because we think that uh that um Egypt and North Africa was the only builders or great builders, right, um, on the African continent. Well, the, the people of Benin, right, if you, you can Wikipedia this, they created the biggest earthworks in human history. It's called the Great Walls of Benin. Now, I know y'all heard about the Great Wall of China, right, and how big it is, and you know, is a world wonder. Well, you have one right in West Africa that's two times the size of the Great Wall of China. It's called the Great Wall of Benin. And y'all can look it up. I, I ain't going to do it, but you know what I mean? But it's the biggest earthwork in human history. It's crazy. You mean length or height? Length, construction, the whole situation, how much earth they was able to move, um, the created is... You know, it's hard to believe that they did that without modern technology, right? To move that much earth. It's crazy. You know what I mean? And um, I think the British destroyed most of the wall, but uh, some of the walls are still remaining and they can estimate the size of it. So it was was definitely on on a whole nother level. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um. Africans beside Egypt was was definitely um doing some amazing things. So we got to start focusing. And like I said, Masi focuses in a lot on those um West African civilizations. They actually got books and um publications dealing with it. Not only the um the physical remains of um what African people did, but they deal with the uh philosophy and you know different things of West Africa. I'm reading one of their um, publications now. So, you know what I mean? We definitely got to keep uh, pushing that type of information forward. But go ahead, Corey. Oh, Vance. Oh, Corey. Uh, Vance then, then dipped out. Watcher, what's up? What's up with everybody in the chat? Ah, let me see. Let me read some chats. Let me see what y'all up to. Peace, 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 black uh, man. Santavo, what's up, Danny? 
uh, Purcell, Antony, um, Kofi, what up? CK, where, where you at, CK? Right? Click the link. I don't feel like your shit today anyway, CK. You probably on the call of duty. Ah. <laughs> Kareem, um, Bonton, Malik, Brother Mathis, Love 07. Thanks, Love 07, for putting my um cash app in the uh in the situation. You on point for that. Um Brendan, everything is everything. Uh Teddy Yusa Maat Ra. That's that's a serious one. Yeah, you know I mean Yohuru. Everybody, I hope I ain't miss nobody, but we all in here. We all in here. Um, go ahead, um. You to read the chapter. Bring somebody on. Go ahead. No, yeah, not yet. Yeah, to read the chapter of prehistory of North Africa. All right, and it starts off. It says, unlike East Africa, on, North let me pull it up. Let me pull it. But go ahead. You can start reading. It says, unlike East Africa, North Africa appears to have lagged behind in two key areas of prehistory excavation methods which have often been neglected and absolute chronology, which is imprecise because of the lack of stratigraphical sequence where soil layers have remained undisturbed and in their original state. Thus, in the absence of early hominid fossils of dating methods applicable to the ground formation and of paleo paleolithic occupation sites, the age of hominid settlements in the Madrid and the Sahara can at present only be determined through a correlation of the archaeological remains with the fauna, flora, and types of technology uh, encountered. Flora, you know, the plants, a fauna, the animals, all right? Uh, increasingly, paleoethological approach uh, has to be adopted for prehistoric research in Africa in general, and in the Magrade in particular, instead of looking at man and his environment, we have to see how man accommodates to that environment. All right. So you know we like to, you know, big up North Africa. We got clowns around us, right? But that shit lag behind. So I'm just, you know, we just getting it in. You know what I'm saying? When you really read, you really read and you really get it. All right? When you read, you read. And when you read, you get it. All right? Simple as that. Yeah, but get this work right here, man. This is a uh, a great work. I think I want to kind of show y'all something, man. Hey, where you at? Damn, where the fuck? Damn, I let Wishman call me get off the daggone string. Oh, Thanks. Yeah, I suppose let him get in there. Damn. Goodness. <laughs> Damn, you gotta get him early, yo. Gotta get him early. Damn. Gotta Man. get him early. Hey, hey, Concrete Core, you wanna add something, yo? You got to, you got to get Vans early, bro. You got to get early. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I ain't had nothing really to add. Uh, I just wanted to, I wanted to ask though. Uh, so did y'all had the the job? I didn't really hear on the stream last night. So did y'all have a conversation about the Dr. Ben situation that we was having? 
Yeah. Yeah, we had never agreed yeah, to that. Yeah, uh, Unk went crazy on me, threw everything <laughs> in the kitchen sink at me. He threw, hey, Corey, he threw everything at me. I was so confused. Right, I, I, right. I mean, I'm still confused. Like, <laughs> I don't want to pick the tab off, off no, nobody's wounds. Or nothing, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, he was saying, oh, this is Unk thing. He's, which I don't agree with, that the time that Dr. Ben lived in is, is a reason why he'll give him the pass. Oh, his um, you know, um, fib telling, uh, I, I, you know, so it's like, like he black, like some like black people couldn't um go to school back then or something when there was other blacks that had PhDs and went to school and you know everything else, but for some reason he's saying Doctor Ben lived in a time period where he couldn't go to school. Like it's crazy, but no, no, no. <laughs> right? No, y'all got that's a good joke. That's a great joke. No, <laughs> no, nah. that's what? what you basically that's was saying, Noah. Uh, oh, oh, not at all. Mm. Life is complicated. Life is more complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. So it is, Chef. You make that so simple, Chef. It is complicated, though, bro. Life, Life is complicated is for everybody. Nah, I ain't doing it. I can't tell so, you. So, so the black people that went to school back then and got degrees, life wasn't complicated for them? Yeah, yo. Did, didn't they face the same uh, yeah. racial discrimination? And, yep. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah. They still went and got that education, right? Yeah, you doing what I used to do, though. What? For the life of me, I couldn't understand how everybody couldn't just get off a of drug, yo. I just couldn't. I say, damn, man, you just do it. Yeah, just do it. But I, then I had, to, I had to have empathy to realize, yo, everybody can't do what I do and I can't do what everybody do. And there's different circumstances, different things, and, and, and we just endure. So whatever predicament Dr. Ben was in that made him lie on his European resume. Now, I had the emphasis, European resume, you know what I'm saying, hit y'all with the gist gap. You know what I'm saying? I'm pulling at your heartstrings right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he's doing, y'all. Because he lied. Because all right, it's one thing to lie on your resume, right? But we have video footage of him in a crowd of black people running off, right? His goddamn resume, like it's real. Wham. We we have stories of him talking about the different schools that he went to. He actually made up stories about when he was studying for his Egyptology degree that. They, they did field research in Egypt and the damn teachers wouldn't allow him to uh, sleep in the campsites near them. He had to go sleep somewhere else in the wilderness away from that. What? So it's one thing to lie about your goddamn resume to get the job, but now you lying to us about the hardship that you had to go through to that, get this education. So you lying, that, you, now you just, uh, and I, I hate to be this passionate about it, but don't tell me that a, a person ain't a liar when they just blatantly doing lying shit. You know that man ain't. I think he the, never went to the school. That's where the violation lies, right there. <laughs> so yeah, all right. Right. Okay. Go ahead, Corey. 
the black community is talking about how you struggle, you know, oh, in, in, in the white man's world. You know what I mean? And, and you never you- even went to school. So you lying on the white man for no reason. You just, you, the white man is already worse at that time, right? <laughs> he was already horrible. White people was horrible to us. So you ain't have right. to lie on them to make them anywhere. You lied on the devil. You got to be a sick motherfucker to lie on the devil. The, <laughs> the devil do enough as it is. You ain't even got to make nothing up. You could just say what the devil do and we gonna all look at him like he a piece of shit. So right. what type of mental illness does it take for you to lie <laughs> on the devil? I'm gonna show you. Can I, can, ladies and gentlemen, can Go I share ahead. my screen? Can I share my screen? Yeah, the it's been open. Can y'all see that? that what the, is that documented in the picture? What do we have here? What do we have here, ladies and gentlemen? I knew, I knew Hold on, let me just. Screen. I just like to make my point. What we have here. What we have here is a failure <laughs> to fucking communicate. At this point, we got the police department. Now, who is the police department? Right, these black people pay taxes. Okay, the police department are supposed to protect you, not allow their wild ass animals to attack you. <laughs> when the police department allows their wild ass animals to protect you, simply because you're just trying to get your basic rights as United States citizens, bro. And all you're doing is peacefully, I emphasize the word peacefully, trying to get them to understand your plight. It ain't like the police officers don't know about the damn slave trade. We're in the daggone 50s and 60s, and they still trying to play the game. You expect Dr. Ben to be truthful and honest to these fools? Let me move to the next picture, ladies and gentlemen. What's this a picture of? Oh, my goodness. That's a water hose busting open the back of a black African-American who's trying to stand peacefully for its right. Those water holes exact hundreds of pressure of water. And when they hit you, they split you open. They push you down the street. So for me, I'm not worried about what lies Dr. Ben say. And, and by the way, chef, if you're going to lie, you got to stick with the lie. Simple as that. Everybody that knows Dr. Ben in the circles clearly understands he didn't have those degrees. We could bring Reggie on to, to, to do that. I already knew he never had those degrees. It's common knowledge to Dr. Ben didn't have those degrees. Only the outside people who profess that. So I just want to make this point right here, right? That I'm not expecting at this point, no matter how many niggas went to school during that time, I'm not expecting you to be honest to no white people at this point. Matter of fact, based off of the history we got, 225 years of mistreatment, of nonsense, of shooting people down the streets, halfway crook. I don't, I don't, I'm not even worried about if you're telling the truth or not. So if you can get your food stamps, get your food stamps. If you can get the extra check, get your extra check. I'm not gonna stand up and say, oh my goodness gracious, you you know, you, you know, you're, you're lying to the government. I mean, you know, you just broke in that white store. You know, that's how setting them did me. I'm going to say this again. Sarah, stupid Seti, and the young nut, they did me like that. No, keep that picture up. Don't move that picture. Because, yeah, I was, yeah go ahead, Corey. I, I, so really, what I, first what I want to say ain't got really much to do with the picture, but uh, um, 
You know what I'm just going to say about the picture? (laughs) For some reason, every one of these pictures, right, that I see in the civil rights, black people uh, had a lot more pride about themselves back then. Because if you notice, if you look at this picture, all of them people are well dressed. They in like they they in church clothes, and this is like normal dress, everyday dress. You know what I'm saying? Like I know this is off topic and everything, but <laughs> I always noticed that always stands out to me in these civil rights pictures. How uh, the black men and women they all dress nice. You know what I'm saying? They all took pride in how they looked and shit like that. So. I, I just wanted to point that out. Go ahead, Shepard. You, you, Tell us you Also, you I'm going to have to hit you with your own shit. You hit <laughs> with the flam bim bam, right? <laughs> you definitely did. <laughs> because you flipped the script. We talking about how, they, not how they lied to the government, not how he lied to the government. We already gave him the pass on that one. At least I did. Shepard may or may not have gave him the pass on that. But I gave him the pass on that one already. I'm saying when you come to the black community, talking about you you struggled and you, you had to fight through to get through college in the white man's world and this and that and the other, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where the violation is at and that's where I feel like he was just flat out lying. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that was pretty wrong. But go ahead, Shepard. Let me hear what you got to say, bro. All right. Now, I'm glad you got the pitch up, right? <laughs> now, this is the issue I had. <laughs> yeah, racism, outward racism was horrible. They did horrible things to us, right? But at the same time, right, we had educated black people in college going through this shit. This guy that's about to get bit by the police, Doug, probably was a college student. So my thing is, what is you giving Dr. Ben a pass for at this time when most of the civil rights uh, movements and stuff was started in goddamn colleges and high school situations. They were kids that, you know what I mean, was was going off to college in high school who decided, yo, we gonna start study groups and we gonna go, they, they the ones who, who went and roused up the, 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 the national um, uh, consciousness to say it was gonna be a change, that, that it was a change needed. So, you can't give Dr. Ben a pass at this time when he is one of the most educated ones. School would have been a breeze to him as smart as he was. Like, come on now. He had college level information. He, I mean, he could uh he could go through college level information already without even being formally trained. So why is we giving him a pass? He could have did it. Like, it was black colleges. Even if he couldn't get into the white colleges, it was black colleges, yo. So, um, I, I, you definitely hit us with the flim-flam, bim-bam. You know what I mean? 
and you you pulled on everybody's heartstrings to make everybody think that Dr. Ben lived in a time where he couldn't go to school. Dr. Ben was not in a time where he couldn't go to school. We had black colleges. He was smart enough. He definitely uh, could pass SATs. And he said he, he had degrees as a civil engineer. He said he was a lawyer. I mean, he just, then he was an Egyptologist. Like, and then these schools said they don't even have a record of him ever attending them. See, that's one thing. I started college, right? And I didn't, if I tell y'all the names of the colleges that I went to, y'all could go put, and y'all could pull up my transcript. And y'all could say, okay, he wasn't that smart or he did good. But I have a record of me actually being enrolled and taking classes. He lied about shit when they go check it. He never even was enrolled in these schools, man. Um, what do you guys say about that? I got you. This is what I got to say about this right here, yo. And I love the conversation. And that's why we got the pseudo killers for this conversation right here, man. This is why we got this, because this is our job. It's our job to stand in front of the people who just run into Dr. Ben and say that nigga ain't had none of that shit right there. Right? See, I'm not that guy. The rest of them niggas over there will lie to y'all. That's why they don't like me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dude. Like, I'm not just, just like Mark Bunnell's work. Yo, they call this pseudo book. But I use it, though. Maybe you, de you, de you, definitely, you definitely fight for your scholars. Right. Because, <laughs> listen, because for me, yo, it's not personal, yo. It, it's business. Right. And if, and if I can verify what you're saying, no matter how many goddamn mistakes you made, yo, then then the shit that I can verify, yo, yeah, you know I'm saying then I'm going to promote that. See, 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 that's what it is for me. I'm going to watch this. So let me show you this. Let's 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 talk about Dr. Ben. Right. What do I have to say about that? Yo, Hanan, hold on. Damn, Dr. Ben, come on now. Watch this. Let me put it up, right? So you chef and them ain't lying. Yeah, they just think got that right context like they're supposed to. They fucking it up like chef said, y'all fucking it up, right? <laughs> <laughs> Why would I support Dr. Ben? Huh, watch this. So we come right to the Wikipedia page, right? Which don't know everything, but uh, so y'all know who this is, Murray Lekowicz. Right, that's the European that went against uh, uh, Mark Bunnell. I say Mark Bunnell beat the shit out of him. Right, I seen John Henry Clark beat the shit out of him, but you know there's disputes. Anyway, so uh, black nationalists, while the mainstream scholars such as Murray Leckowitz dismissed him because of basic historical inaccuracies. That's true. All this shit wasn't acro. But all her shit wasn't acro. They don't tell you that, though. They won't put that up on Wikipedia. It say in his work, as well as disputes about the, uh, the authenticity of his educational, uh, uh, educational degrees and academic credentials. Let's see. Early education, right? Um, you see, Dr. Ben stated he was born, you know, they throwing a shot. Dr. Ben stated he was born in Ethiopia. 
uh, to a Puerto Rican Jewish mother and an Ethiopian Jewish father, right? And that they, shit they were, sound crazy. No, but you got this. Look, they got the sources right here, though. Oh, my God. They back that up. I'm just saying they support that. I don't know why anybody, they could be saying something. Yeah, you, you tripping, but go uh, ahead. <laughs> okay. Other sources say that he was probably Puerto Rican, but claimed to be Ethiopian. Other sources. Well, so, yes, these sources support it. Then the other sources know. So, they don't know. So, we're going to call it a wash. It said a New York Times article published after Dr. Ben's death said there is little evidence for that other than his own words. Some peers and even family members have. Probably expressed doubts. Yeah, all right. I'd like to know which one, which it's turn a, family member. Right there, can we okay. pause right there for a second? All right. Okay. I just want to say, and I, I'm, I want to ask, like, why am I like hear, hearing this when you're reading this? Like, I'm, I'm picturing that Farrar Muhammad dude, the, the <laughs> Islam dude, right? It's all sound the same to me, like you know what I mean. Like we don't even know where you come from. Good question. Yeah, that. But keep continue on. Like I'm not. I'm not. I. This is just what I've hear. I'm hearing so far. It sounded like the Farrar Muhammad type of deal to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we can look at the books, though. We can see where the, where the rubber meets the road. But that's okay. Let me finish. Keep reading. Uh, 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 ben Yohannan academic record is disputed with claims he was educated uh, variously in Puerto Rico, Brazil, Cuba, or Spain, uh, earning a degree in either engineering and or anthropology. He's showing up toward it. All right. They say in 1939, right, he is said, 38, he is said to have earned a BS in civil engineering at the University of Puerto Rico. Okay, uh, this is disputed as as the register has no record of his attendance. <laughs> it say he stated that in 1939 he earned a master's degree in architectural engineering from the University of Havana, Cuba. He also claimed to have earned a doctorate degree, Ph. in cultural anthropology and more research from the University of Havana and the University of Barcelona, Spain, uh, respectively, and advanced degree from Cambridge University in England. Both uh, Barcelona and Cambridge say that he never received a degree from either university, or furthermore, Cambridge University said it had no record of Dr. Benz even attending any classes there, right? Okay, but they didn't refute the Cuban shit, so I just want to put a record. Put a record, put a record. Now, now I can explain the Cuban part, but go ahead. Don't explain, we don't want you to explain. It's a quarantine <laughs> is obituary. Now this is the accurate shit, the obituary. Dr. Ben holds an honorary doctor's degree from Sojourn Douglas College, Baltimore, uh, Marymount College, uh, New York, and what's this, Megar Evan, Evans College, right? There's a source, all right? Now, it says the New York Times article also discussed the lifelong inconsistent, what's this, inconsistencies in the reported academic record. All right, that's enough. Hold on. Let me move right here. This is this is what's important to me, y'all. See, for me, all this shit up here, yo, you know what I'm saying? It's what it took for that man to get here. This is what's important to me, right? So it's a it's a accounts, accounts agree on little else. Other than Dr. Ben was raised in Caribbean and immigrated, he immigrated to the United States about 1940, 
where he reportedly worked as a draftman and continued studies. So the nigga worked as a draftman. So if he didn't have a goddamn degree in it, he sure as hell made money at doing it. Watch, watch this. Everything they say he don't got a degree in, he actually did it though. Watch this. Continue his studies. It say he later stated that in 1945, he was appointed chairman of the African Studies Committee at the headquarters of the newly founded UNESCO. He said he worked for them until 1970. He said, however, UNESCO staff stated that they have no record of Dr. Ben ever having been employed in United Nations. Dr. Ben also stated that Jesus. he began teaching Egyptology at Malcolm X King College in Harlem in 1950. It said, but this but this volunteer run effort was not founded until 1968 when he started with 13 students. It said he later taught, watch this, this is what he did do. I highlight this while we bullshit. Most of y'all listening couldn't have did this and pulled it off without a degree. He later taught at City College in New York City. He taught at City College, New York City. From 1973 to 1987, he was an adjacent part-time professor at Cornell University. At this point, I'm going to stop. And I'm going to look y'all in y'all goddamn face. While all the kikiing and high-hiing, the nigga taught at Cornell University. Right? Off you of a lie. It just said it. Off of a, he taught off of a lie. Hold on, wait, wait. I'm on the, hold on. Cornell University. Hold on, wait, wait. God damn. Hold on, wait, wait. That was a good hug. Let me finish. Let me finish my point. I'm going to look y'all in the face. I'm going to do this to y'all. He toured the City College. Right? And where else he, damn, City College. Who's the other college, yo? Cornell. Cyber League School Cornell is. So we talk all that shit we want. And he did it for how long did he do it for? Watch this, yo. From Watch 73 this. to 87. How long is that, yo? 13 years. Okay, so for me, for me, Right, we talking about an Ivy League school, Cornell. We talking about New York College, right? Thirteen years, y'all. So yeah, he lied, but guess what, bro? Guess what? If you gonna lie, yo, you better be able to back that shit up when you get to where you're going. For me, I'm not mad at it, right? Uh, the end justifies the means for me. Right. I'm not mad at that. But look at the level of college he told that for 13 years. He had been doing something right, y'all. Right. So for me, that's what I'm saying. That's why I fucks with him, because in, in those situations, yo, he learned how to write such books with with, with elegant sources and, and, and books and shit that I learned from. Now, everything he says is not accurate. He makes a lot of mistakes, but that's what all the white boys do the same thing. They, because, because at this time, there's only enough available evidence and things are added to the things. What Shep is talking about, if he was formally trained, it would have been some basic mistakes he wouldn't have made. And I agree to that because I make basic mistakes, right? Because I trained myself. But what I will tell you is he was in a damn Now, imagine a world. Imagine a world without black people giving a perspective from an African worldview about African history. That was the world that they lived in. There weren't any black scholars like that. There wasn't a, a wholesale, they just put together a, a, a African history studies. Them said like, this is some new shit. 
Malathi Asanti. He has the first doctor program. Like, like, so I'm just saying, yo, we got to put together context, Chef, and Concrete Corey, that they came into a world when it wasn't none. So excuse me, excuse me if he lied, right, to get that check at an Ivy League school. White people been doing that shit for years, dog. Lying on their resume and working a job and do a great job at it. So just because you don't got a degree don't mean you can't do the job. Right. But we since we give respect to degrees around here, then yeah, I see where y'all coming from. But I think I closed my case on that, dog. Like, I'm not mad at him, dog. Like, I, I, I'm, I can't be. I ain't mad at him. I'm mad at us. OK, I like that statement. Yeah, I mean, I'm mad at us because that shit, the way that you say it, like some shit like that should be acceptable. The, 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 the contempt don't the, 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 the contempt does not boil up in me for him. You feel me? Because he did and gone. The contempt build up for, for us that still think that some shit like that is kind of cool. You feel me? Like, come on, yo, like, where's our... Dang. Mm. Just... I get you. Yeah, I think that's cool, yo. Based off, that was part of the fight, yo. That was his fight. That was part of the fight, yo. Yeah, not not saying that he wasn't a brilliant human being, right? Like black people could do a lot of stuff back in the day that we didn't get the opportunity to do, right? I'm not, yo. Uh, that, that, look, listen, it happens to this day. So it but 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 the issue comes, right? If we push education around here, right? Then we gotta respect the people who did it who went through that hard grind, right? I, my sister has a master's degree, right? We grew up in the same home, right? And she always been, you know, went to the best schools, right? And she always been a little brainiac. She's, you know what I mean? But I respect my sister. Now she don't get into conversations like we're having, right? But I know my sister is smarter than me. I know she has something else in her that I don't have because the fact that she was able to go through academia the way that she did, right? She had the dis that the that discipline to be able to go through academia that way. I always looked at that shit and I always respect people who has have that ability to be able to to be uh to go through academia that way and be um able to um you know be be uh task oriented right mm -hmm. to be able to the the to take those tests those finals to be able to 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 to, to be able to study to the point to, to be able to go into things that you never learned before learn them proficiently enough to degree in them like yo we got to give that type of shit more credit than we do. In our community, we always think, hey, this motherfucker a genius, this motherfucker a genius. Oh, he could do this just because, nah, yo, well, what about the people who actually do the shit? That actually, the people like Dr. Mayotte, you know what I mean? And them, like, come on. What, ain't that her name? What's her name? Dr. Mayotte. Yeah, Dr. Mayotte and them. Like, yo, come on, yo, we gotta give people like that credit. We'll call people like polite and them geniuses, right? And like just because, yeah, just because they autodidacts or whatever, and, and they can read a couple of books, 
right, and, and regurgitate some bullshit. But when we got real doctors in our fucking midst, right, we act like that shit ain't like high polite on a higher pedestal than the motherfucker who actually did the shit and teach on that level. Like we shoot fire at motherfuckers like um, uh, Professor Gerald Horn, right? Mm. So black historian, scholar, he write book after book. Nobody in the conscious community don't never say nothing about him. You feel me? Don't, don't even hear about him. He's a clown if you bring him up. Henry Louis <laughs> Gates Jr. is a clown to us, right? But the nigga who coming off the street read a couple pamphlets, right? And then, now he he's a great scholar. So when, when we give people like Dr. Ben all of this credit, I feel like it keeps feeding the bullshit, yo. That that's just my stance. Like he might have been a he was a brilliant guy, yo, but it's levels to that shit. And we gotta so, start bigging up the people who actually go through the halls of academia and do that shit because they the brilliant ones also. That's the real genius. So I would I would just like to say that I'm I'm in agreement with you that higher education uh is the level, but you can reach the level without higher education too. I don't want to leave that out because I study. And I see the autodidacts. The person that made the first treaty in physics didn't, you know, he wasn't degreed in physics at all. That uh, th that would be Champollion. No, no, Thomas Young. He writes the first treaties in physics. He's autodidact. He's not none of that. He's not degreed. He's not none of that, right? If the problem is, Chef, is that we take pieces of shit and run too far with it. Like Concrete said, you get a niggas an inch, they take a whole mile. Now all of a sudden, degrees ain't worth shit. Books are stupid. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. That's not, I'm not, I'm nowhere near that line. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I'm saying my my two my my two sons and one daughter is in college. Okay. Uh my my my, my six-year-old is getting letters from 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 Harvard, they sent her for free testing, my niggas. So I'm saying I'm all about the education. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, my daughter, she wants to go to Howard. She doesn't even care about the, 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 the quote unquote pristine white collar schools. That ain't even her, that ain't on her list, but they paying for her to take her testing early because they see something in her, right? So, so we're not anti-education. I'm simply saying, uh, like, and Assad says this all the time, yo, at the end of the day, watch this, bro, no matter what you got, the thing is, are you proficient at producing data that can be replicated? That's, that's the issue. That's the point. That's the point. When, when Thomas Young wrote that treaties in physics, did it make sense? The double slit experiment, did it pan out? It did. So, what you said was right, right? I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying, Dr. Ben, what? Huh? Niggas ain't even read Dr. Ben's books talking shit. Did you read his work? What? Are, are you smart enough to realize the mistakes he made? Are you intelligent enough to realize what he did right? Do you understand the way he sourced shit? Does the sources make shit? Are we critiquing the white people's sources he used as hard as we critiquing him for not having a fucking degree? So I'm just saying, yo, it's it's the knuckleheads, though, yo, that talk shit about Dr. Ben. And, and I'm not going to say the nigga name. It's a fucking knucklehead, right? The nigga couldn't have, couldn't have kept, 
ain't wrote a book if he wanted to. Don't even own books. Talk. So if you don't own any books, don't talk about Dr. Ben. Don't talk about the mistakes he made here. Don't do it. Bananas. Anyway, man, listen. It's about seven something, man. We know we got that Monday night football game. football game about to come on. Yes. yes. But this was a good bill. Get uh do the um but hold on. What? You um uh, you about to do the uh about the to bring you know the shoes and stuff, right? Yeah, we about to brother bring my man. Just somebody I've been I've been, you know. I'm serious about my business and I'm serious about who I fuck with in business. When I get clowns running their mouth about what I don't got, what I don't do, you know what I'm saying? I just let that shit go over my head. It burns me up that niggas in faraway lands can tell another nigga what he got, what he don't got. Right? One part. Next part. It, it, it burns, it burns me up. When people hollering revolution and this, that, and the other, but they don't give niggas credit that started the fucking revolution, right? In our midst, they show people what you could do and then was sharp enough, right? Kind enough, loving enough to pass information on to a nigga like me for free. A person like that around the show need to be verified so people know who he is. We talking about the brother that started the great company, right? Niggas. Talking about Brother Tariq. Yep, the godfather of the shoe industry. When I say godfather, yo, I'm saying he's the godfather, you know what I'm saying, of the black shoe industry. He brought us something that none of these groups prior could do. Right. He put us in the game to buy a product owned by black people. Right. Gave me the game. Work with me. Put me in a position of finance. Trustworthy. Hey, what's up, Tariq, man? Hey, man, you know you're my man, yo. And it ain't too many brothers I can say, yo, that helped me feed my family for years. And you and I get mad at your goddamn ass. I this the part I get mad at you because you show love to all them niggas. I'd be mad as shit, right? You give everybody a motherfucking chance. I'd be like, don't do it. They ain't listening. You ignore me because that's just not in your fucking heart. You sent out the beacon for everybody, right? What's going on, Treat, man? Talk to us, bro. This is my man, yo. Started a shoe company, yo. You know what I'm saying? I'm a subsidiary, you know what I mean? Up niggas footwear, man. And this is the brother right here, yo, that gave me my start and taught me the game, yo. This is my man right here, yo. What's up, Treat, man? Hey, man. Peace to the family. Thanks for bringing me on. You know what I'm saying? And uh, definitely, we keep with the shoes. We got the straight shoes and all that. But in the spirit of what you talked about when you brought me on. What we doing now is we gonna give those who wanna get involved in manufacturing, dish detergent, hand sanitizer, and laundry detergent. We gonna give a, well, we ain't gonna give a formal label away, but we gonna, we setting up how we gonna price it up. We got videos to teach the hood people who wanna, you know, have a hustle other than drugs. Now you gonna have laundry detergent, you can make, we're gonna give you a, you know, the pH strips list, you know, uh, the, the ingredients for the uh for the uh formulas. 
and all of that, where to get the stuff from. And we're going to start bringing all kinds of things that our people may suggest we do, like maybe a shampoo or, or uh, whatever the case, a degreaser, whatever you see on the shelves, we're going to have the ability to make it right in the hood, in the garage, give that to our people anywhere, USA. You got any hustling with you? You know what I'm saying? You can make favorites that don't exist and, uh, you know, make yourself a living, wholesale and retail and whatever. So we happy about that. So let me, let's, let's take it back, man. Most people don't know, man. Uh, let's talk about Papa Warner real quick. Let's take it back, yo, to how your hustle started, man, and how you got to the point, right, when you put that, that beacon, I call it the damn back signal, nigga, the fucking, the fucking shoe, the black shoe with Africa on his shoulder across the fucking, my inbox, I was like, what the fuck, I'm with, like, I fell in love from that point with it. Take us back to Papa Warner, yo, who are you in that situation, bro? Well, we go back before Papa, when we first, when I first got into the game good, I was writing, and I met Jazz O, who did the uh, production for Ain't No Nigga Like The One. I got the demos for The Warlocks, you know, um, and brought uh, Irv Gotti into the game. Me and him got cool. You know, during that time, we was um, in the tab. At the time, the tabernacle of the Most High. We It was called, but it was ran under Imam Misa. So me and him got cool and we, you know, after we broke off from that to do our thing, he went to New York, I went to Jersey, got in touch with him. He said, yo, you need to come around. <laughs> you know, we got the break. That's where Jay-Z first was coming. So we used to go to the studio and all that. But the story with me and him and that, it kind of broke off. But look, ego started getting involved, you know, so I was mm -hmm. like, you can't roll with that. So, so during that time, the internet was blowing up. And I saw it, so we was audio streaming sound anywhere in the world, and four seconds splat with CD-ROM clarity. You understand what I'm saying? It was like before Apple, but your boy, who a billionaire now, who run that, uh, be on Shark Tank and all that, he mm. had broadcast.com. Mm. So we started putting that in the hood, let people know one of the 5% brothers understand it got a lot, heard what I was doing, say I know Papa Wu. I'm gonna take you to Pop Woo. So I took it the same, told Pop Woo what we could do. You know, that, uh, you know, people can e-commerce. You know, we was doing the, uh, you know, we, we let them do it. That's when Napster was out and all of that. So what we would do is take the file, send it, send it to the person who paid for it. That was the concept. So this is how me and Pop Woo got together. You know what I'm saying? And we, and that's what we did, Visions of the 10th Chamber. Uh, that's out there now on the internet. Um, it's Nina Easton from Ain't No Future In Your Front, where she is 404 Records, Itchy Bond Records. That's early hip hop Atlanta. Anybody on the line that know about hip hop and who was doing in Atlanta and who was what, the independent distributor, you know, Nina Easton, them and Itchy Bond Records. They did Clarence Clemens, Ain't No Future In Your Front, and, and they did, uh, 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 no, uh, Clarence Clemens, I Be Stroking. And then that boy from Detroit ain't no future in the front. So we got to deal with them. That record came out, you know what I'm saying? Rizzo executive produced it, you know, and we put it together and got them a distribution deal along with the streaming, you know? So from that, we, you know, we had a nice little run, put that out there good, you know, and um, 
you know, we got out of that business too much ego. So I said, I'm going to do a product that don't talk back, not going to give me no whole bunch of problems, don't have a bunch of ego issues. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So let me come up with a product. That's where my journey started on. Again, because I used to, you know, put out product all my life, you know, I did the 5% watch, you know, in the hood, killed the game with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, they, they just, people probably still got that watch. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we just, we, you know, so that's what we do put our product. So, when the internet came, we just bought a new thing. And then, so some conscious always have been, you know, how me and you met, kind of how me and you met. I sucked out the call and everybody that, you know, that had a face, you know, on, right. on YouTube, who was an influencer. So, you polite, uh, 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 Moors. Um, you know, uh, um, nation, um, everybody, the nation is line. That's how I met the minister Farrakhan because I just felt like our people don't understand the difference between wholesale, wholesale, and retail. And we, by and large, are retail people, don't understand the concept of um, of wholesale. So I figured, okay, here was the idea let them know everybody in each group instead of going to Walmart and get your shoes. Wherever you go to get your shoes for what your uniform is or whatever, we gonna get split the profit with you. Something Nike don't do, but it's like, but the attitude across the board was like how a woman never met a woman that had done been burnt so many times by her, a man. When a good man come, you know she she's so busy trying to tell you what she ain't going for, where she ruined a relationship, a potential relationship. That's how our people I found have been when we first came into the game when it comes to opportunity to really change things in a powerful way. I don't care if it's the Nation Islam, if all of them bought hard shoes, we know wholesale. We get the hard shoes for you and say, for instance, $20. They retail for $100, $80. The difference between that, $60. You know, some of these groups, we was willing to say we would take $10, give y'all $30, and we can't get nobody to buy. You understand what I'm saying? Only person that really saw and could see clearly out of everybody I dealt with, I hit, was the brother who got me on here now, Uncle Cat, you know. So we started working, you know, uh, since then. And a lot of them I liked and romanticized, wanting to work with. You know what I mean? It was just him, you know what I'm saying? So you got to work with what worked with you, you know what I mean? So that's it. We've been working ever since, but that's that's my story. So and you then, so you, you make a point that people been burned so much that they're afraid. But I wasn't I wasn't afraid to put my thousands on the line. Right, you were saying, and you, you know what I mean, I ain't gonna lie, yo, you put them thousands in a nigga hand to disappear. You know, right. I'm calling them all, you gotta trust a nigga. But but I, I just seen something. I seen I seen something in you, mm-hmm. right? That inspired me. Right. And you reminded me of one of the niggas I grew up with, mm-hmm. and how loyal they was to me. Yeah. And I trust you. Like, come on, yo, let's go to China. Right. I, I couldn't get a passport. Right. 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 You always kept me. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. about respect. You gotta right. respect the Godfather. Right. 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 You know. We we get a product, nigga. You know what the point is on it. Don't don't get slick and act like I'm not supposed to make no money, nigga. Right. Right. That's what everybody do. Everybody right. cross that line. That's everybody right. mess that line up. 
I refuse to mess that line up. Right. You, you to connect. Right. That's I what I They want to move you out the way since you got it. Uh, well, let me give me the connect. I don't need you. But that, you know, come on now. That's like asking Kentucky Fried Chicken for his form. You know, our lawyer to give you his degree. You know, that's our, that's our, now we can work together. Let's set the table and eat together. That's our problem. We don't want to eat together. Soon as we get a chance to run, we want to run. But where we running to? Like uh, uh, Rick Ross said, we, where he going to eat with? Bring them to the table too. It's enough for everybody. But that's like crab soap. You know, we don't even understand, but that's that's our that's our downfall. When we we get past that, we'll be all right. And we still open to do these same kind of offers with the Moors, with the uh, Hebrews, but which you know, Tazari Akinov showed us love. I got through him to him through Rebel, and he showed love, and we're supposed to get some shoes, uh, some boots for them. With the uh, star David on it, but the, the, uh, they gave me that wasn't rebel. That wasn't rebel. But rebel, that wasn't rebel. It was me, nigga. Okay, I know, I know a few because you know y'all called a lot of people on our behalf. Between you, rebel, and a few other people, you know, have called people and said, "Look, this opportunity exists." You know, that's how we met the minister. You know, right. but you know, but a lot of times ego get in the way. You, it's a trip. It's like to put the salt in there, let the monkey grab it, and then he can't get his hand out. That ego, you you rather it not happen. You know, yeah. you can't control it. You can't humble yourself enough. You know, and then they said, then they want to, they want the spot. This is why people proud. But we got to get better, you know. And hats <laughs> off to the youngsters that's come behind me that have our DNA on them. I don't know a lot of people who are listening. This is a lot of young cats like uh, Omi and the Hellcat, uh, Key, Cool Key, uh, Sire, all of them came, you know, after us. But what it was, it's like uh, we ran, you know, when the, when the five mile was ran, it was a certain speed. They said it could never be broke. A certain time, once it's been broke, everybody breaking it. So this is the greatness of what we do right here. And this is what made me so excited to see what, what, once you do that rock in the pond, what others was able to do with it. Like they pushed the envelope on the um, copyright infringement, man. You gotta see the work these young boys doing. They creative with it. This one with the cat, I mean, Hellcat, so hard with it. He he understood uh, the law, so he made a bunch of money with streaming because the laws of copyright so antiquated, they never covered streaming the new technology. He took advantage of that, started his own uh, cable company made millions. The feds added not about it, but he take the Braves, right? The Atlanta Braves, and you know how the the, the hook right here, mm. yeah, up here, you done changed it. It looked just like it. Call it reloaded. You know, it's the same thing we started. What I'm saying is, see the kid take it out of. With the laundry detergent, with the with the uh, dish detergent, where people now can make it in their backyard, bottle it up, and be like, "Yo, did you support my dishwasher detergent?" Start out with a bunch of them, give them away. Once you make your solution, and then boom, can y'all please support what I'm doing? This how I feed my fat, real humble. People gonna support you. Mm -hmm. So doing the same thing in that industry. So we put together a video as well as the formula list 
as well as a list of where to get the material. And we're going to do a launch pass Discord group for those who want to learn, you know, who, who like, yo, man, I'm having, you know, we work together as a community. You know what I mean? And if we want to go with bigger batches, we got the engineers in place that could, you know, you know, take it and times it up, the mathematicians, you know what I'm saying? So I'm excited to see where that goes, open up our people's mind, you know, well, more. Well, they gotta they gotta trust you. So that's why I wanted to bring you on. I knew I, I normally like like because I know our relationship was a good one, yo. And yeah. you know, it's been a lot of misinformation surrounding me, right? Your relationship, you know what I'm saying? The store, yeah. I mean, you know the whole goddamn story. Right. It's just that simple. It's not, it's not complicated, right? Right. Has it ever been a time? When I couldn't walk into the goddamn warehouse and get some shoes to sell rubber? Nah, never happened. Hmm. So never will be. Yeah, you was all, because you always dealt straight, you know. And like I said, with anybody, you know, the, these opportunities are here and they're great, but we have to start freeing our mind. You know, we talk they're about afraid. buying games. They're afraid, you know? Yeah, yeah, we got to see. They're yeah, afraid to read. They don't got the heart like I got, bro. Yeah, I, and, and it's, it's amazing because we could do so much together that and so much powerful things when that money start coming in. We, we being forthright with the people. We telling them first understand, you know, the difference between wholesale and retail. Understand that, understand right, we the game. You know, we went to the Fair. places that no man, we did, we did, uh, we did like Star Trek. We went where no man has gone before. Black manhood anyway. You know what I'm saying? And we pulled it out. And then we come back with it. And it's like, you know, uh, man, why you ain't like Suge Knight, man? It'd have been better, man. You know, why you ain't like this gangster who did it like this? They won't work with you then. But that's what a lot of people expect. Yeah. So let me let me show these real quick, man. These are the joints uh, that we got right here. Uh, you you sent me a couple samples. I just want to see show people how this actually worked, right? Yeah. Figure out design you got. Uh, we drew up a couple things, yo, and you get the samples in, man. All right. All right. Right. And you get your money's worth. You get different types of fur. Which one you like? What it is? It's it's crazy because you dealt with pe people like Bootsy Badass, right? Um, right. Like a lot of people, but they're afraid. Their imagination won't allow them. It's like if we don't go to white people, it ain't gonna get done. That's right. not the truth. Like, like, like you know and I know, right? That my shoes is made the same factory feel like. But who you gonna tell that to, dog? They believe you. What's your favorite saying about the moon and the cat? Go ahead. What's your favorite? Favorite saying about what? About the moon and the cow and the lever. Gucci, uh, uh, how special it is. Oh yeah, like they, you know, the, the Nike get they, they got their cows on the moon and they they rub them down with shea butter every day. <laughs> this is why you gotta have the Nike soap. But mine, ours, you know, they got ours. You know, I was dirty and not, or you know, you look at us with your nose up, like you smell somebody's feet or something. You know, and we, cause we came through. You know, cause it was us. You know, like like Biggie said, who you who who you thought it was supposed to be? The <laughs> sparse, nigga. You know what I'm saying? 
You know, it's us, man. It's just us. You know, the cats who read and want and love our people and want to bring something to our people, you know, accept us in our humility because we're going to make it happen. We can make it happen from A to C. And we can teach this to our so, people who need it. Let me say this. I want everybody listening that might want to invest, right? Um, or might want to start their own shoe company. It's your imagination and your product. I know what mistakes I made with my first product, right? Any, I got different types of level on mine. Like, if you like that motherfucking Gucci type level, you could get that. And you can, like anything, wait, anything to be made in the shoe game, whether it's the hard bottoms, right? Whether it's the sneakers, whether you want the lizard, any, you can get that, like, it's it's not a white person thing. Like, I can't get people to see that. I, I, right. I mean, like, the gift you have brought to the community, it's it's almost like it's too good to be true, bro. Like, they're afraid to do it, yo. Now, I'm not going to tell niggas how much money I spent, right? But I'm going to say this, nigga, it was way more than 10000 I'm going to hit niggas with that, you know what I mean, and leave that note. All right. And you can and, and it's so beautiful. It's, it's so sweet. If all we if we came together and then the leaders of these groups know what they want to do with the money. You gotta have a vision and then gotta get we gotta, you know, and make it happen. We can make it happen. So you know, we deal with a lot of distrust in the community. So because of that, now we're looking to get the different certifications, mm. you know, the minority certification where you gotta jump through certain hoops. To get, you know what I'm saying, their approval. We're doing that. So now we're doing the same thing because, you know, you have opportunities where people have 150,000 uh, members and they can buy the shoe from you. And if they just got uh, $20 times 100,000, you got $2 million for wearing a shoe you're going to already wear, but with your name in it. You understand me? That represents your brand. And you don't want that. You, you know, focus on, you know, come on, what, what, what? I know what it feel like, yo, to have some shoes based off where I was raised at Lucille Park, yo. I, I just know what it feel like. Like, I don't be trying to brag. Let me say this before I play a commercial, because we're running out. Yo, but this kind of talk is only reserved for the bosses, man. Right. <laughs> That's a fact. Let me yeah. say this. When it, when it, we, we, me and you both had an opportunity to invest in Black Dot Bookstore and Cultural Center, right? Yeah, I decided to take the leap. You decided, right. ah, nope, that ain't the business we're going to make right now. I'm focused on the shoes. Right. It's for the listening audience. I just want you to verify that that actually happened. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, that happened. Yes, it did. Yes, indeed, it did. Because we would go and we go places to have the shoes put. Shoes, our shoes are there and shining the black Madonna. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, what's the other sister got? Got the uh, Wadada. That's just in the city of Atlanta. So yeah, we, we frequent those places. And I remember the day when uh, when uh, the brother uh, stepped to y'all to us about uh, definitely uh, you know coming in there and with it for facts. Facts. Okay, just want to clear it up. So what I want to do is, man, I want to um. I would like to play a commercial, and then I want you to talk about the shoes you got, man, and we're going to wrap it down. Let me see if I can get this. Okay, that's what's up. All right, hold on. Then we're going to bring you back frequently, bro, to talk about business and and, and hopefully to, to break that fear factor down. That like I said, we're going to, okay, cool. 
You know what I'm saying? Because it's a, I think it's, it's just a fear factor at this point, yo. Oh yeah, let that play. Let everybody hear that. All right, here we go. Let me start from the beginning. So yeah, what's your website, man? And uh, how do people get in touch with you for investment opportunities, man? Uh, hoping that some of these organizations, man, like you say, advocate, like give the people something and, and that, that can help instead of always asking for donations, make a product, right? I'm not even gonna talk about the black organizations that was afraid. I'm not gonna talk about them, right? I don't, cause I know you don't like to get down like that. I'll do this after you gone, right? But, but you know, Tell the people where they can find you at in case they want to produce their own product, whatever it is. Uh, where can they find you at, Brother Tree? Uh, you can hit us up at uh, nagusfootwear at gmail.com. And we at nagusfootwear.com. And, and so the same thing with, uh, you can catch me on any of the social media, Facebook, Instagram. And um, now we're moving on to uh, TikTok too now. So yeah, y'all can catch us if y'all want to do something on the shoe side, or if y'all interested in making your own distances, you know what I'm saying? You know, making your own. We getting ready to start doing this, baby. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Yeah, we gonna have our own. So you know, that deterrent is special right there because it got the word Dawn on it. They the only ones can get the chemicals to make that, you know? Right, they not the only ones can get the chemicals. Come yeah. on now, they got them in the store. You just gotta know what store to go to and you gotta have the formula. You, you have to have an alchemist, a chemist, right. tell you how to mix it. And we got it all on tape for you. We build a community for the entrepreneurs who are excited when they see that. That ain't gonna excite everybody. But those who are looking for an opportunity to come up, those in New York and any up, up there where you got a bunch of people that where you can have a whole, whole building. Like jokers used to lock down the coat, but not lock down the dishwasher detergent. Lock, lock down the laundry detergent. Everybody need laundry detergent. We're going to give it to you. Everybody clothes get dirty. Everybody clothes get dirty. So, you know, we want our people to stop. Because it's in Atlanta, it's prevalent. But it's not all over like it should be. You know, we just want to spread what we get into. Because both of us, when we get into some, it's hair, salon, barbershop. You understand what I'm saying? Um, restaurants, things of that nature. So mm -hmm. we just want to add another industry that we can begin to encroach on that's out here, you know, because we have the, you know, we have the ingredients, you know, from the same people 
you know, have been working there for years. You know, some of them, we got us a chemist in, in um, Texas, you know, and I got a few people overseas that we get in touch with and we have an educational series for your children to learn it, you to learn it for a nice little side little thing, get the church, the mosque, the synagogue, whatever you go into on your side and make you some side money. So you could go to Africa, Egypt, or all over the world doing what you love the most. Because I know that if you in this group, you love knowledge. You know what I mean? You love your people. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's we uh, that's what we got for y'all coming next. So let me let me ask you this last question, man. Yeah. Uh, now you don't gotta, it ain't gotta be your shoes, right? But out of all the shoes you put in play, whether it's my shoes, flops or someone else's because I, I know what let me say this real quick you got a white boy <laughs> that invested <laughs> yeah. that, that trusts right. you with his thousands to bring yeah. a product forward okay that's just yeah. like and that's a shame I just would like to say and nobody my yeah you know that's what I'm saying well you know out of the all our communities no 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 basketball player one day on yeah they do but they won't go to they're gonna go to black label who owned by sketches to get it done. You know, they're gonna go everywhere they could go, Seth, come see. You know, it seemed like if that white man not on it, it ain't right. It ain't right. So I would like to ask you, what's your favorite shoe, right? That you have had a hand in pushing forward to the community. What's your favorite shoe? I know what my favorite power. Hands down, that black power is so comfortable. You can work in it for 12 hours and you still got another two or three left in you. Just cause that shoe, when you, when you walk it, give like that. Ah oh, man, I love that shoe. And then the other one I love, of course, and it's just because what we was able to do with you know with them is cause if y'all notice, we don't just prescribe the one facet of our history. We'll go to the Egyptian side, do the jackets. We'll go to the Hebrew side, why? Because we know that we run the gamut. It's really what where you want to park yourself at in time and say, okay, this is my favorite subject matter that I want to learn on. You know, like, you know what I mean? So um, with that being said, we will do more, you know, because I we see I see I see us as a service to our people to help us get uh, you know, take control of our finances, stop bleeding so much, you know, hemorrhaging the money they say. You know, I've all us done heard, they say the money in the Jew community go 20 times and I was be out our hand by noon. We want to at least say, okay, let's say everybody get a jacket. It could be, you know what I'm saying? It got something right. so we can bring some millions back and disseminate. We ain't got to get it all. You know, right. we ain't get but a percentage. We got to get something, but we willing to kick back. That's what I'm trying to say. Because they make you make you an offer that you can't refuse. Yeah, you, yeah. you know, That's we got you something you don't want me to eat you don't want me to feed my family that's a fact so so okay so we we like to always put some education in the thing so i'm gonna tell you my favorite book right that 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 you recommended for me okay so my favorite book is uh uh aj gaskin yeah, yeah. Okay. AG Gaston, yeah. AG Gaston, the Black. That's my favorite book that you recommended. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite book? That one and Watch the White Guys Have All the Fun. I've, with, with, uh, about uh, 
Reginald Lewis out of Baltimore, actually. Reginald Lewis was out of B-more. And he had the, one of the first he, uh, black owned companies that was traded on the stock exchange. You know what I mean? Right out of B more educated and B more state, went to Harvard on a program, became an attorney, watched the white guys have all the all the fun. And it's like, you know, that's how we live in our lives. You know, y'all can't just have the fun and go to China and meet with the factory by yourself. I got to come too, baby. I gotta, I gotta come and do this with the Chinese and take pictures where all your favorite shoe brands uh right behind us to let you know what we bring in back is the same stuff. So so cause we so under a spell, my second favorite saying is look here, man, rubber come from a rubber tree. Cotton come from a plant, leather come from a cow, you understand, and silk come from a worm. All come from nature. Why once I just say that uh uh uh, uh the creator, but why it mean more to you when Nike make it than when your own brother make and even if we they style much as they done took from us, like we got to be the vanguard. They didn't steal all our dances on TikTok. Nobody, you don't hear nobody talking trash. But as soon as we take something from Nike, which they done took from one of us anyway, it's a problem. It don't I make like no that. Sense. I like that, Tariq. Look, you, you don't got to, look, man, this show for you right here, this segment for you, man. You you don't got to hold your words back about God or your I mean, this for you, yo. This, this don't got yeah. nothing to do with the love that you showed to a real black atheist. So whatever you need, how you believe. Right, right. <laughs> I know that. That's why I said it like you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, you don't. That's nah, yo. You safe. You're in a safe space, yo. Yeah. Where, where, where a man can be who he is, as long as what he's saying is right and exact. Yeah. It don't matter how you believe, what you believe, as long as what you say can be replicated and duplicated. And for sure, yo, your company that you got has been duplicated in my company. Right. I don't got the company without you, bro. Right, I remember right. you going to China on a video, drinking some wine or something, getting sick. I remember you being in an environment, yo, not, not being able to speak the language, yo. I remember yeah. you missing the plane. I had to get, yo, I remember that. <laughs> you really, know, yo? had to be diligent. Diligent. You're not playing me. I'm going. I'm going. What, what I'm bringing back for the our people. And like the brother said early, though, but they don't appreciate it. They want to big up. Our people want to big up uh, Meech and Suge Knight and all these so-called gangsters of the world, but ain't nothing but, you know, big fish and small ponds in the scheme of things. Is that you know? not the truth, yo. That's the truth. But look, man, we appreciate you, man, for coming through, man. I appreciate uh, y'all listening. Hear me out, man. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all evening. Yeah, man, we got, we got about 150 people in the chat, man. Come out okay. to see you, man. Appreciate that, man. This is right, the part of the shoe industry, man. Just let y'all know about the trick, man. My mentor and said subject matter, man. Uh, man, yo, uh, help me get the company off the ground, yo, with a fine product, man. And we're going to be bringing more products to the community, man. Look, man, it's your imagination, man. All you need is to connect. I just gave y'all the connect, man. 